Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Jamar, Mark, Kendall, Sozy. It's machine washable. Never. It's always machine washable. Never. You think you'll ever get it right, Jamar? No. No, yeah. I don't. It's terrible. Well, welcome to this special NFL kickoff edition of Getting Sports with Drunk. But before that, starting lineups. We have a we have a thief with us today. Machine washable, please please lead us off. Not a thief, this is revenge on Solzy. I have his favorite, Too Juicy from Two Roads. Kyle. He's gonna die tonight. Excellent. <laughs> wow. What are you drinking? Well, I am drinking hardcore Chimera. Chimera, I don't know. <laughs> you already, you've had this before. I have, but it doesn't mean I can get things right. Hardcore Chimera. But it is based out of Chicago, Illinois. I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I have Coriolis by Nebco. No, you don't. I do. It's a local brewery. Indeed. Indeed. I, You're I don't supposed know. to tell the fans that. Well, I've had Coriolis before on the show, haven't I? What if this is someone's first time listening? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. So if this is your first time listening, Coriolis is from New England Brewing Company. And? It's a local what brewery. Town? I don't know what town it is. Ugh, just a failure. Jim, it's in I, Woodbridge. Woodbridge. If you have, I have Profits and Nomads from the Collective Arts Brewery. It's an interesting one. I'm pretty sure that's a sour. It's a, yeah, it says it's a ghost. Are you Himalayan excited? salt and coriander. Sounds like the shot I had the other day. I'm also <laughs> drinking a uh, Chicago beer. I'm having... Kyle, Kyle's <laughs> just killing me. He makes like, these like stupid hand motions that just drag everyone's attention. I'm drinking Warbird Session 9 PA from Pipeworks in Chicago, Kyle. Blues Brothers right here. Coming to you. Uh, Kendall, toast to excellence? Our toast to excellence today is, <laughs> laughing at me, is J.J. Uh, Watt and uh, many other athletes uh, donating over $10 million, is that correct? Uh, to yeah, the, a lot of money real fast. The Hurricane Harvey relief efforts, so uh, toast to them. Excellent, excellent. A little late. Yeah, and Kendall spilled all over himself, as per usual. Um Shot trivia? Kyle, I believe you lost I did. last week, so you get to do this disgusting shot I made up for you. Listen, if I leave, it means I am throwing up once again. I'll tell you what, right, it did not smell good. Uh, it did not smell good. I can't wait. He, he sniffed like, it. <laughs> he sniffed it. Yeah, but Kyle won't know what's in it anyway. Kyle, Kyle's liquor knowledge is... It sounds like, it sounds like that sour apple stuff. Yeah. I think that's another... Sh- no. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Just knock it back. Punished. Pinch your nose. Come on. Don't pinch your nose. It's Here good. we go, Kyle. Yeah. Right back. All right. <laughs> oh, he likes it. He's intrigued. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so, any guesses as to what's in it? Terrible. Yeah, it's um, sweet vermouth, southern comfort, and melted butter. Oh, and I call it the Paula Dean. Ooh, yeah, Paula the, Dean. the Paula Dean yeah. southern and butter. Mm. Oh, think, my Kyle? God. Can you feel it sliding down your throat? I think it's sliding back up as we speak. <laughs> I think I just got like... No matter how hard you pinch your eyes, it's not going to help you. <laughs> you know what will help you though, Kyle? Giving somebody else a shot. Yeah. What's your trivia question? All right. So, since we're talking about the NFL kickoff, OJ Simpson oh. ran for this amount of yards in opening <laughs> the opening day. How many yards? What's it? Which, which opening day? Yeah, really? It's like the 60s. Okay. <laughs> Sometime Wait, in the 60s. <laughs> so, this is vague, but I'm going to go ahead and say 112 yards. 
I'm going to say 141. 98. 155. Well, these are all way off. But, Mock, you lost. Damn. It was 250 yards. Wow. wow. That's pretty good. Damn. With two cool. scores, you're done for. <laughs> uh, stole the juice. It's right back at you. Oh, man. I thought everyone shot high. Yeah, I can't wait for the uh, the beer review on, on the juice. Yeah. He's going to do a terrible job at it. <laughs> so, you have a shot in mind? Better than the Paula Dean? It's going to be something that has to do with O'Souls. Oh, boy. And we all know he rules. <laughs> Excellent. So, NFL kickoff. It's finally. finally here. It's finally, finally. Here. I'll be over it by week three. <laughs> because <laughs> hockey. I know J-Mart is really looking forward to the hits. Big mm. hockey fan. Oh, yes. You guys excited for game one? I nope. am. I am. <laughs> nope. Not excited at all. Big time matchup. Chiefs Patriots. Big time blowout. By Patriots. You think so? Yeah. You think Brady goes down again? No. Kendall, you looking forward to it? I am looking forward to it. It's funny. We played uh, Madden a couple days ago, and in all the simulations, the Chiefs actually won in fantasy draft and just a regular team, so maybe it's a Madden prediction. We'll have to see. I hope they lose. The Chiefs? No. Patriots. <laughs> Go you're, Chiefs. No, you're a Patriots fan. No, 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 never. No. <laughs> You're you're more of a Patriots fan than you are a fake Houston fan. I I'm not gonna respond to that. Well, you, he just responded. I think we all heard it. Kyle, are you intrigued about the matchup? I know that you know you're a big sports insider with Pro Football Focus, who, of course, we are not affiliated with. That's right. Anyway, I'm excited for it. More for fantasy matchups than I am for the whole game. But well, you got some big players in the line. Well, facing Maxine Wallace in the first round. Yeah, I slurred that pretty well. <laughs> but. Machine Wassable. <laughs> oh, man. But I got Tyreek Hill. No Patriots, though. So one player you got going? Yeah. yeah well, I got Patrick. someone in the other leagues that I'm, I'm going to be picking by like next week. So we'll see how that goes. How many fantasy teams are you going to have by the. Like, five. Kickoff? I all have five. Are you serious? That's not enough. Listen, I just got a text from my enough. boy saying, hey, I need oh, another guy. Boy. <laughs> Mike Hughes. Uh yeah, you mean the shout player. out to Mister Mike Hughes, the guy that ran the league last year. Ran the league, beat me in the playoffs. <laughs> Screw him. Keeping <laughs> <laughs> it PG, I like it. So, I mean, the Chiefs Chiefs have a lot to prove. I mean, you know, they kind of always seem to be on the outside looking in when it comes to the championship time. Um, they always put a good run together in the uh, the regular season and then don't show up for the playoffs. Does that change this year? No. no. Yeah, I don't think so either. Alex Smith, their quarterback. I think Alex Smith has a good year. He'll have a good year, but he won't get him any farther than he has. Well, I mean, there's a lot of other like components to blame for that. Yeah, also they don't have equally as good of a run game that they did not last year. Why did you start whispering? <laughs> My voice seductive. was about to crack, and I didn't want the, the fans to hear. Excellent. I mean, so do you think the Chiefs stand a chance? Yes. I, I do. They blew the Patriots out the last time they played them. Well, don't the Chiefs always play somewhat decent at the Patriots, too? Yeah. They have, they have their number in the regular season. But don't they usually play them pretty well in New England as well? Yeah. yeah. I, I think the Chiefs win this game, personally. I know Jeff doesn't think so. I just don't. I don't see it. You think a blowout, though, huh? Yeah. Like how many points? What are we talking? Like a 20-point blowout? I'll see 21. 21 just to get points. that extra point on you. 
Nice, nice. So it's going to be 21 nothing. Is that your prediction? No, no, no. It's not going to be a shutout. No, 24-3? Oh, that, that sounds good. All right. Perfect. Well, they do have a good, great kicker. I mean, I wish it was still Ryan Suckup. That guy did wonderful things for me by knocking the Steelers out of the playoffs <laughs> quite some time ago. Not talk about that day. That was a great day, Kyle. The, the, the Steelers needed like 45 things to go their way. And it all happened. All of it worked. 44 of the 45. <laughs> and then Ryan Suckup made the field goal. No, he missed the field. He missed it. But he made it for me. <laughs> you wanted the Steelers to make the playoffs. No. It's a Kyle, it's a win win for me. I, I like the Steelers, but I also hate you. So it's it's a happy medium. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Kyle, what's the what's the matter? You don't even like the Steelers that much. One, you're wrong. You're a Cowboys fan. We all know it. This is when I leave. <laughs> I am now doing my holdout. I'll see you guys later on. Excellent. A holdout on his contract. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kendall, do you think the you think th- the Chiefs are going to win it? Or no, I think the Chiefs play well. I think they lose by ten. By ten. By ten points. I think it's close, but I think the experience of Brady shines through everything and this and that, and they go on and win by ten. Well, Mark, what do you think? I think the Chiefs take it twenty-one twenty. Twenty-one twenty. Last second. Yeah. Touchdown or field goal? Touchdown. Wow. I think the Patriots were in 20-16. 20-16. to 16. Yes. That's an ugly score. I don't care. <laughs> Chiefs play ugly. That's true. That, that is true. Yeah, that's very true. I think the Patriots win 27-21. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, the Chiefs, to me, just don't have an off, the offense Tyreek Hill has do. one heck of a day. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I don't. I don't Patriots think, have a pretty good secondary. I don't think Tyreek Hill's going to have a year everyone's taking him up to have. I think he's just fast. I just need him to do well week one. <laughs> I think I bench him. I just I just think he's fast. I don't. I kind of see him having a Tavon Austin type career, especially given who's throwing him the football. You can't utilize him. <clears throat> he's a good do? special teamer, and yeah, but the special, special teams are dead. He'll be I know. good. Game's over. He'll be good when Mahomes gets in because Mahomes can sling. Yeah, but then they can use him. Until then, he's he's gonna be like a Tavon Austin. I mean, they can use him if it's a single coverage deep ball, but that's it. Oh, I know. But that, that's that's I don't know. It's like to me, that doesn't make you a good receiver. If Devin Hester could catch the football, he would have been the best receiver, arguably in that division for a while. I mean, he, I think he would have been better than Calvin Johnson because nobody could catch him. How you know, many times he was open down the field and then just didn't catch the football because yeah. he's got stone hands? Oh, you look thrilled to that comparison. We're not going to talk about that comparison. Why? Because he wouldn't have been close to Calvin Johnson. Stats was he would have had he would have had the yards. No, he wouldn't have. Oh yeah, he would have. Kidding me? Jay Cutler throwing the Jay Cutler throw the ball hundred yards, and if Devin Hester could catch, nobody could catch him. It would have been over. Agree to disagree. <laughs> All right, we'll have to set up a debate between you guys. Well, the, the problem is, it's been noted earlier. Kyle's in, in uh, dickhead mode today, yeah. and <laughs> he's just—he doesn't want to be here. That's why he doesn't have the juice. Yeah. Well, I mean, bef- before uh, all these teams suit up for the first time of the season, a lot of potential uh, issues yeah. going on in the league. Stuff is happening. Patriots being one of them. Yes, they lost, they lost the big yard eater, Julian Edelman. ACL, right? Yeah. And, uh, Complete tear. So, I mean, now they only have like six scrappy white receivers <laughs> to catch the football, but they lost the best one. Someone will step up. It's gonna be Chris, Chris Hogan, Hogan yep. again. Chris Hogan. Oh. Come out of nowhere. It's going to be Amendola because I picked him. See, I think but the thing is, I think Amendola, like, even though he's a scrappy white guy, he does more like mid-range game. Yeah. Like, he actually runs routes 
and catches the ball instead of instead of like drag routes and and quick outs and screens and things like that. Chris Chris Hogan is that guy. Yeah. He's going to be that guy. That and the deep ball. I think the losing Edelman's going to hurt him maybe the first three weeks. And then the Patriots, will, like Kendall said, someone's going to just emerge and take over the role. It's just the, the juggernaut that is yeah. the Patriots. It's just whatever running back they play that game. Yeah, it's another thing. Is so Some running back will have a great year and then will just kind of disappear into the ambiguity of the NFL. And then they'll just bring on someone else. Nice seven-point word there. Thank you. Can you spell it? Oh, of course not. I yeah. made it up. Well, Steelers, they, they made some, some noise signing Joe Hayden. Yep. Kyle was very excited. He called me. I, I I saw the the alert and Kyle was calling me like 10 seconds <laughs> later. You know, it's funny because before he signed, me and Kyle were talking and I thought he was going to go to the Patriots. Sure enough, but he did not. But is he enough to, to push you guys to that next level? He could be. No. If he I'd be. ask if he could be. Anybody could be. That's is no. he? Jeff, no. He will be. So he's enough to take you to the Super Bowl? Yes. The addition of Joe Hayden? Yes, because now our secondary is stronger. You don't have to really play William Gay anymore. We don't, Who came off a good year. It was okay. You I just st- said I before still rather this, have, you were talking about how I good of a year I still rather have Joe Hayden, Nardi Burns on the outside, and Gay gone. Sorry. The guy gets burned a lot still. He's a sure tackler, though. So is Hayden. I'm just saying. And he's way better in coverage. I wasn't arguing that. I'm just saying William Gay, where he lacks in coverage, he's a good tackler. Well, he's he got to be. to make the tackle. If the Steelers don't do it this year, they're going to have to try next year without Le'Veon Bell. And without Ben Roethlisberger. We will see. We will see. But I think I think Joe Hayden will in denial. beef up the secondary. I don't know if it's going to be enough, but it helps us a lot. Because that's our that, weakest spot. Definitely that helps. is a big signing. That is a big signing. Unfortunately, I don't think it matters because I just I don't think any other team is strong enough to get to the AFC Championship game other than the Patriots. I mean, Denver's offense is inconsistent. The defense in Oakland's not that hot. The Colts suck. <laughs> the Texans, who knows? I mean, they have potential, but I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to lead them there if he ends up starting. So you guys pretty much just have the lock-in for the AFC Championship game anyway. But you'll screw it up. You will. Might. You're going to lose the bye week because you're going to lose to the Browns or the, some other sub-500 team. We'll lose to the Jets. That sounds about right. Yeah. They're, you know they're going to lose by two? They're going to lose by 12. <laughs> Probably. Would you like that, Souls? No, but I expect it. Well, speaking of the Jets, Matt Forte on the... The trading block. Well, the trading block slash cut block. Um, no buyers. He goes... Which I think is dumb because I know that the Jets are in rebuild mode and, you know, having a 32-year-old running back doesn't really help that. But you're paying the guy $4 million whether he's on the roster or you cut him. Yeah, so just well keep him. 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 Mentor yeah. him. I mean, what's the worst that he does? You put him behind Powell. Let Powell be the stud. I mean, Matt Forte can, got in the tank, too. Well, Forte can gripe all he wants, but he's under contract. If they choose not to start him, what's he, he going to do? Walk? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if he quits, him. he doesn't get paid. Yeah. So... If anything, it's it's a mentoring thing. I mean, you have at the at the time in his prime the best receiving back in the game, doing you know in a in a football world where catching the football in the backfield is a must do. I think it's I think it's dumb. If they can't trade him, they definitely shouldn't cut him. 
I think wherever he ends up, he'll be a good fit anywhere because he's just such a talent. Even at what, he's what thirty two now, mm-hmm. he's just it's the dual threat. He's he like can the, adapt to any system. Yeah, and, and he'll be a mentor, like like Paul said. Well, and like their, their, their concern is their four million dollar cap thing that they're talking, or their four million dollars that they're paying him. Outside of offensive linemen, who else on that offense is getting paid big money? No, nobody. 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 There's nobody there. Yeah, I mean, doesn't I mean some defensive players are, are racking up some some dollars in the front seven there, but in their secondary, who's making money? I mean, like, nobody's making. Their receivers aren't making anything either. Yeah, I mean, who, who are their receivers? Um, I don't really. <laughs> well, number one is going to ramble out a, a bunch. The number of, one is Robbie Anderson. Exactly. Oh who? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I, th- I mean, I definitely think that there could be trade potential. I mean, the four million dollars might kind of keep him from getting traded teams might want too much in return type deal like you know oh hey we want him but we also want to pick because money but i don't know i think i think jeff said it right i think he's still got a lot in the tank oh absolutely he killed it for us yeah we should have never got rid of him with older running backs if you kind of limit their carries you know they're less likely for them to get hurt just from being just beaten up but i think i think the jets have kind of done that for the most part same same scenarios tj ward I mean, the Broncos pretty much just said the same thing. We're willing to deal him, and if we can't, we'll let him go. I don't really know. I, I don't know why teams do this. I mean, I haven't looked into the, the money aspect of it, of the T.J. Ward thing. I don't know, like, what his contract is and, like, how much of it, like, like is affecting, like, percentage-wise the cap yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, he's a, he's a pretty pivotal part of that defense that they've become to know. I mean, I, I think he's way more important to the defense than Tlaib is. I mean, he's a sacking safety. I don't understand. Got stupid speed. He's probably the only safety in the NFL that could line up on the line to blitz and then break out of that blitz and still get back to cover the deep ball. I don't understand why teams are doing like the Browns just did it with Hayden. They try and trade a guy for a day, and then they cut him. How how did no one offer anything to get him that you just let him walk? Well, I remember the Saints were after Hayden last year too. And they didn't reach anything because the asking price. So that's why I was kind of surprised we didn't make a move on him. Well, but even now, so like, they figured, all right, we're going to try and trade him for a day and then just cut him and get nothing for him. No one offered a sixth round pick. Nothing. I, I, that, that's insane. Yeah, I mean, well, it's tough too because the, the money they make, that's the problem. I mean, a lot of these yeah. teams, they want to get like Forte, for example, the Jets want to, they want to not have that $4 million thing and the problem is he's guaranteed all of it so if a team picks him up they're paying him four million dollars regardless of what happens mm. that's why i don't understand why the jets will cut him because they're, they're going to pay him the four million dollars yeah i mean I, I get that it doesn't go against you know i don't know all the cap rules it's there's too many of them but i know it doesn't affect something specific versus them keeping him but mm-hmm. you're still spending four million dollars on somebody that's not even on your team anymore and then he's gonna go, he's gonna sign somewhere. He's still got enough to to play. Oh, absolutely. And he's gonna get a contract making what one point five million dollars, and now he's making five and a half million dollars. How old is he now? Thirty two. Thirty two. He's got plenty left. Yeah, I think teams become with I'm gonna say older players in quotes. Uh, they become complacent. Like they're gonna just hey, this person may become available. Let's see what happens. They're not gonna actively search. They're just gonna if something falls into our lap. That's why with with the the Steelers, it's amazing. They don't make any moves for players. It's it's an incredible happening that they sign Hayden like within hours of the, the release. He wasn't going to be out there long. I know. Well, the Browns wanted him to take a pay cut, and he didn't want to, so they cut him. The Steelers literally gave him the same amount of money that he was making with Cleveland this year. 
You're making $7 million this year and 27 for three years. If you're the Browns, why are you going to cut one of your best players? Really? That that's what, it, it just didn't make any sense to me. Well, I mean, they're kind of like, they're in rebuild mode. I mean, they've been in rebuild mode for a long time. But, I mean, they're starting to get players that have potential for the future. And, you know, my, my guess is their thought process is, let's make sure we have money freed up so that if, hey, who knows, maybe we come out this season and we play great football and we go 6-10. and 10. That's a huge upgrade from where we were last year. Players, you know, maybe not, you know, Alshon Jeffries and Antonio Browns and things like that want to come to Cleveland, but, you know, maybe we get some B-plus players that want to come to Cleveland, and then we win seven or eight games and continue to draft well. Now, you know, A-plus players want to come, but it all, you know, it all stems from the money. If they don't have the money to pay everybody, I mean, but... It's a business. Yeah, I mean, the Joe Hayden one makes way more sense to me than the Forte or TJ Ward one, because Denver still has a chance... Their offense isn't necessarily there yet. I mean, I think I think Lynch is their better option, but that's not my call. But they, I mean, they still have two studs in the receiving game. I mean, their running backs are admirable. They're, they're good. Their defense is fantastic. Their offensive line's crap, but <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they can still contend. They could go to the Super Bowl. I mean, they're not out of contention when you talk about them. And the Jets, the Jets are going to suck, but Forte can make a difference. It's a veteran leader who makes smart plays, doesn't fumble the football, can catch it pretty much anywhere you put him. He can line up outside, inside, under center if you wanted him to. See, I think the Jets are in full tank mode this season. I think I, they're I striving for the number one pick. I agree, and that's that's a, that's always been a big problem for me in sports. It's I think I think teams should be fined lots of money for that. They shouldn't be awarded a first pick because. I mean, if you start trading away, like I mean, the Sixers did it. The Dallas Mavericks started losing games. It's it. There's absolutely. I mean, I understand that you know owners and coaches want to lose games, but the players don't, so they play with all yeah. their heart. But it doesn't matter if you go out. Players if you go families. out there, you know, if, if Matt Forte goes out there, stays with the Jets, and he puts 110 percent into every running play, but they call running plays when they know that there's you know a, an absolute run stop play coming their way. It doesn't matter what he does. And if he rips it off, good for him. But I mean, that's going to be a once in a you know fifty-five chance or whatever. I don't. They just it, there should be there should be rules implemented against it. It's no fun. Well, I mean, the Sixers are the Sixers have one of the you know not to talk about basketball too much, but the Sixers have one of the brightest futures in all of sports across the whole spectrum. But it came from tanking for so many years on purpose, and it's like I mean, how how is that fair? Well, karma gets them. I look at every every <laughs> single player they draft gets injured for a whole season. And Kyle goes right to his beer. <laughs> but it's, it's just, you know, I mean, like, look at these these teams. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't true. sit right with me. It's true. I mean, you look at like you look at a team like the Bears. I mean, not to be biased, but the Bears are in no shape, way, or form looking at even finishing top two in the division. But they didn't, you know, they don't tank. They didn't try to tank last year when it was all said and done. You know, they've been eliminated from the playoffs more times by midseason, really over the past five years than not, but they, they still play. They upset teams. Yeah. I mean, look at them last year where they have one win going into that Monday night football game against the red-hot Vikings. Yeah. And then smashed them on Monday night Derailed football. Derailed their season. Yeah. I mean, I guess, Kyle, you would know better than how, how does it feel to be a fan of a team that does that? You're the only one that's been a fan of a team that does that. Well, I literally took it as a joke and just said, wow, I know they're going to lose 67 games this Is year. Is that fun? As no. a fan, though, is it fun knowing that your team is going out there to lose? No, but you got to understand what what they're trying to do, though. 
don't know though. I mean, I just think it's like, I, 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 I know what the ownership. We've, we've all played sports. If you're going out there, all right, guys, we're just gonna lose. Let's let's but try you, to lose this. You know game. what happens? Say next year the Sixers win a championship. No one cares that they tank those two, two, three seasons. I no care. one cares. I care. But the, but you forget it quickly if it, if it results. In I don't know. Basketball titles. has got a deep. deep uh, that's just the example. But say say the Jets tank this season and then in a few years they're a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. People that's the forget. reason. Like, well, I don't understand why football teams would do this. Basketball is different. Look at LeBron James. Look at Steph Curry. Michael Jordan. You know, even Dwayne Wade. Uh, Anthony Davis, these are players that can win a game by themselves. You can't do that in football. Yeah. And even if you go out and draft a stud quarterback, it's the, the, the odds of him being ready to go championship caliber week one of his rookie season and staying that way. Yeah. Or look at Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck has been very, I mean, injuries have played a part, but he's been subpar the past two years. He came out red hot and now he's kind of whatever. More I mean, busts in football too yeah, when it comes to the draft just, by there's, far. There's no way. I mean, a rebuild takes forever. Does and uh, I mean look at the Forty Nine ers. Then like like three years ago, didn't they have like four hundred picks? <laughs> and now they suck more than ever. It's dumb. It's dumb. Kendall, you're dumb. I know. <laughs> I know. I've always known it. Kind of got off on a tangent there. <laughs> no, no. I've been thinking about the whole show. Yeah. The fans knew it. I can tell by my voice. Uh, Paul, Paul's throwing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Be reviews. Be reviews. Yeah. Don't forget to watch the game. Yeah, tune in. Or forget, I mean. Was it 8, 8.20? Is that, does that kick off? Seems about right. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we're also going to do um, weekly weekly pick-ems for, for here. You know, kind of like the, the big networks do type thing. You going know, down every, every matchup of the week, we'll each pick who we think is going to win, tally up total, win-loss, and... Uh, think of a punishment for the loser at the end of the season. Yeah, probably like a like a DOS boot <laughs> with like a gross shot. Oh my god. Kyle's face. <laughs> a DOS boot full of Boston Blackberry brandy. Sign me up. That would be pretty good. Sounds like a winner, not a loser. <laughs> Ask me. You guys got uh, beer reviews? Yes. Uh, do you want to lead us off? I do. Um, I'm not sure why Kyle likes this beer so much. It's really not that good. You watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. Um, the Too Juicy is very good. The, the Citrus Damn IPAs right is. is like the new craze, and this one is... Very good. I hear what you're saying, but I think there's somebody at this table who can sum it up in a little less words. <laughs> can you describe that beer? It's juicy, baby. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Brings a smile to his face every time. <laughs> he loves it. How about you, Mr. Coriolis? I have a Coriolis. It's a double IPA. Very good. I've had it a couple times before. This is from, the beer review, not the, not the starting lineup. From <laughs> New England Brewing <laughs> Company, from Woodbridge. And Sorry, it's very are you good, selling right? it to us? I am selling it. I think you guys have all had it as well, but... <laughs> But if you're a double IPA fan, I highly recommend it. Excellent. Souls? The Hardcore Chimera? Pretty hardcore. Paul? I think you piggybacked. <laughs> 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 piggy and back too. to you, Paul. I always <laughs> say the same thing. The, the Warbird, pretty good. Pipeworks has some pretty amazing art artwork on their cans. There's always a ninja involved, which makes me very happy. This one's shooting a bow and arrow at a, at a bird wearing goggles. But, um... It's pretty smooth, uh, mild hoppiness. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. I think it's low ABV. I haven't been able to find it on the can, but pretty, oh, pretty tasty. Session. Pretty tasty. Pretty good. And it's it's actually such an ale. I correct myself. I said IPA earlier, so it's an ale too, which makes it even lower. And it's just good, good hot weather beer. Could really see myself pounding about 
50 of these. <laughs> Excellent. J. Martin with the weirdest beer of the of the five? Yeah, the Prophets and Nomads. Uh, it was pretty close to the Geyser Ghosts. Um, if you like sours, definitely for you. It's a little less tardy than the Geyser Ghosts, I think, which makes it a little easier to drink. So if you're not a fan of sours, I'd try this one first. Did you get the, the coriander in there at all? I did a little bit. Do you know what coriander tastes like? Yeah. <clears throat> coriander. Coriander. What about the Himalayan salt? It is salty, very brackish. <laughs> brackish. That's, that's the uh, that's the that's ten points by the way for that word. Excellent. Um, salt is like the, that's like the big thing these days. A lot of like females like candles are really all about like Himalayan salt lights, yeah. lamps, and get moist to that. All this, so, like, I don't I don't understand what it's supposed to do. Like purify the air. So like moist could I just salt? So could I just take a shower and then not dry off and like rub myself with sea salt and go to bed? Is the yep. same thing. Yep. Good preserve. <laughs> Kyle, you rub yourself in salt before you go to bed? Give yourself a good Come salt on, bath? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to bathe in sea salt, you know. I'll go to the ocean. Wow, you sound like Joe Swanson. Now you guys got me right flabbergasted. Uh, don't forget to follow us on all social medias. Yes, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Don't forget to use that hashtag, GSWD, for all your daily needs. Whether it's bathing in sea salt... Or keeping it juicy. Find us on Podbean, iTunes, and on the Lieb Sports Network. What about Lima Bean? Can they find us on Lima Bean? Coming soon. Coming soon. Excellent, excellent. Well, until next time, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. Be sure to tune in next week. And I'm Jay Mart. I'm Mark. I'm Kendall. And I'm the man of many names. Smuck Sheen Washable.